welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy MMA Podcast, a podcast for all fanboys and fangirls of mixed martial arts. On this episode, I will talk the BMF title and how badass it is, a few fights UFC president Dana White hinted at, the shit-talking from Israel Adesanya toward Robert Whittaker prior to their fight this weekend at UFC 243. Another title fight at UFC 245 that will be the headliner. And a new fighting promotion that has a little pride and left way feel. And finally, at the final bell, MMA fans need to chill the fuck out. Let's fucking go. Five quick hits. The first one, the first quick hit, the BMF title or baddest motherfucker title. It's new, it's fresh. And the first two to fight for this not made up or fake title are two of the baddest motherfuckers in, in MMA. Two dudes who have shown they absolutely deserve to fight for, for a title like this. Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal. But what happens once this fight is over and The Rock has put the strap around the winner's waist? Does the winner go on to call out another bad motherfucker? Because to be honest, most of the guys who will fight for the BMF title are legit as fuck anyway. There would be no bad fight. The options are semi-endless right now. There are so many fights that could be for this title, it's pretty great actually. The BMF title isn't for the weak of heart either. All of these fighters that can fight for the BMF title aren't scared to throw down and scrap. A lot of people might think this is some pro wrestling type of gimmick belt just to get people talking and add value to the fight. And it probably is, to be honest. but it might be great marketing by the UFC. I think that this title has a little bit of gimmick in it, sure. But I also dig it. It's for the people brought to us by the fighters themselves. Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal made this happen okay so sure Dana White and the UFC bought into it in the, in the end but this title is about Masvidal and Diaz and about the fighters who will fight for it and us fans this is pretty much a fans title If you watch pro wrestling, they have these gimmicky type of titles like the 24-7 title in WWE where the champion supposedly fights 24-7. Sure, I think that the BMF title has that type of feel to it, but 
that's as close as us fans will ever get to a title that we can truly call a fan's title. I mean, and like, honestly, how cool is the title? Is the name of it the baddest motherfucker? Just embrace it. Embrace the BMF title. Because the fights it brings, starting with Diaz and Masvidal, are going to be fucking awesome. On to the second quick hit. UFC President Dana White is hit on two potential fights that are massive for the promotion. Actually, three. But one has been tried so many times and now it's just... It needs to be made again. And that fight is Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson. At this point, it would be an absolute travesty for that fight to never happen. We all want it. And to be honest, it would go down as... One of the best fights to never happen in MMA history if it just doesn't happen. Nurmagomedov is an absolute beast of a champion and looks unbeatable. While Ferguson is the guy who deserves a title shot more than any other fighter in the UFC in all divisions. I mean, he was the interim title holder and he just never got a shot at the title. This fight absolutely needs to happen. And Dana Dana White agrees. But he also said that he'd like to see Habib fight George St. Pierre. As much as I love the fight and respect both of those fighters, I'm not sure this fight needs to happen. I think that it would be fun and I think but I think Habib has a ton of potential big fights with people actively fighting in his division whereas GSP is an all time great but he's retired I mean you can't just retire and then come back and retire and fight for a championship and retire again and come back and fight for another championship it isn't there to the fighters who are active on the roster fighting for a shot of the title. I like the fight, but I don't like the fight for the division. The other fight Dana White has hinted at is John, John Jones and Israel Adesanya. Now, this fight has me all types of intrigued. John Jones looks to be damn near unbeatable in his division, and he's cleaning it out. Um, There's a few fighters that are up and coming, guys, that might be able to contend with John Jones, like Dominic Reyes and Johnny Walker. But they still have a fight or two. They still need to win one or two more fights to fight John Jones. While if Adesanya beats Robert Whitaker, 
at UFC 243, he will become a worldwide star in MMA. Like any champion, I think he should fight in his division and defend his belt at least once or twice. But I also think there are exceptions. And Adesanya did put it out there. In 21, in 2021, to fight John Jones at Raider Stadium in Las Vegas. 2021. So he has all of 2020. If he wins the belt, he has all of 2020 to defend his strap. And he fights two to three times a year as it is. So if he fights maybe twice in 2020, and then he fights John Jones in 2021. I don't see a problem with this. A fight against John Jones is definitely one of those super fights. If Adesanya happens to be Whitaker, it's an already big name, big star in MMA coming up, fighting an up-and-coming big name, big star. And who knows, by the 2021 date, Israel Adesanya might be massive in MMA. He's already big as it is. He's charismatic. He's likable sometimes. He can be a douchebag sometimes too, but that gets people talking and it's great for MMA this could be a a massive fight for the UFC and both John Jones and Israel Adesanya I don't know if the build up and shit talking between the two is 100% organic I think it is but it will definitely bring eyes and ears to the sport. And that's still a year and a half away. Who knows what can happen in between Saturday's fight and 2021. They both have a lot of fans worldwide they're both loved by their fans they have the gift of hyping themselves up and not really having to defend depend on the UFC to do it for them Israel Adesanya said that he wants that fight in 2021 at Raider Stadium in Las Vegas and I'm here for it. I would love that fight. I would like to see GSP and Ferguson fight. Or GSP and Nurmagomedov Madoff fight. That would be fun. But I really want to see, just like everybody else, Habib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson. It's time. Make that fight. Just do it. Ahead of their fight at UFC 243, there's been a shit load of talking between Israel 
Adesanya and Robert Whitaker, mostly coming from Israel Adesanya. Whitaker is pretty quiet and keeps to himself, while Israel Adesanya is not. He's the exact opposite. Adesanya has said he's the one pushing the culture, meaning Australia and New Zealand MMA. Then he also said he doesn't call in sick, meaning he doesn't miss fights, like Whitaker has. But to be fair to the champion, Robert Whitaker, he didn't really call in sick. He was actually pretty fucked when his bowels collapsed. I mean, had he fought, he could have potentially died. So I'm not sure that's really calling him sick. But I do see where Adesanya is coming from. It's it's shit talk. And that's great for MMA. Adesanya has also said that Whitaker... Had Whitaker been fighting someone else at Marvel Stadium, it wouldn't have sold out. With that quote, it feels as if Adesanya is dismissing Whitaker as a star in Australia. Whitaker is definitely a star on that side of the world. And he's becoming one in every part of the world for MMA fans. He's liked everywhere. He's not... He's not one of those guys who are, like, not likable. Like a Henry Cejudo or a Colby Covington. Robert Whitaker is likable. Very likable. And there's no doubt that he's beloved in Australia. He's their champion. So while I dig the shit-talking, Adesanya is a bit off in what he's saying. But I'm excited for this fight. I think it's going to be an absolute banger. The card is kind of meh, but there isn't a better championship fight. I love them both. They're both fun fighters, and this is a great matchup. On to the next next hit. UFC 245 has its main event. It's for the welterweight championship, one champion, Kamaru Usman, defends his title for the first time against former interim champion Colby Covington. Although I like this fight, and I think it's very necessary for the division, I also think this fight can be a major fail. They both have very good wrestling. Probably the best in the welterweight division. Who knows, this fight could actually be five rounds of wrestling. Clinching and not much else. Or they could shock us and throw the fuck down. 
I'm not sold on this fight being a throwdown at all. And I'm not sold on this being the main event when there are two other championship fights on the card that have champions like Max Holloway and Amanda Nunes defending their straps. Max Holloway is a legit star. Amanda Nunes is a legit star. Kamaru Usman making his first title defense is not on their level yet. And I don't think that this fight should be the main event. I like the fight. I like all three fights. But I think Amanda Nunes is a bigger bigger star than Cameron Usman. And I for sure know that Max Holloway is a bigger star. And here's a fun little stat. Usman bit beat Worley Alves, but lost to Jose Caceres, while Covington beat Caceres and lost to Alves, giving each of them the only losses in their careers. It means absolutely nothing, but it's a stat. On to the fifth hit. There's a new fighting promotion And it has announced its rule set. This promotion is called WOTOR. I think. I don't know. And its first event will be held on April 1st, 2020. It seems like the premises take fighting back to its roots. Not in a cage. Because as they say on their website, canaries are kept in a cage. There will be no gloves, so bare knuckle. There's a focus on quality, not quantity, meaning only one round, but with no time limit. The fights will end with a knockout, a surrender, and leaving or being thrown thrown out of the arena. So it's basically a bar fight. Allowed are kicks, headbutts, bare knuckle punches, elbows, knees, and joint throw levers. These shows will be very exclusive and will only have 10 tickets sold. 10 tickets sold. Only 10 people in attendance, I guess. But they will be shown on pay-per-view for all the fans to watch. Without seeing any fights, I would assume that this is just going to be a high-class street fight. Kind of has the feel of Underground Fight Club. It's very primal feeling. I'm intrigued because I like fights and I like blood, but I also don't want to see someone die. I honestly hope this isn't a step back from martial arts. It's come so far with MMA. And a lot of people are put off by bare knuckle already. So I don't know how this is going to go over with MMA fans. But it could be a mix of pride, which everyone loves, and Lithway, 
because of the head kicks and the headbutts or the kicks and the headbutts. I'm here for it. But like I said, I hope we don't witness a murder. Also, if you purchase the pay-per-view, 5% will go to the WWF Polska Foundation. That's the World Wildlife Fund. So, I mean, it goes, some of it, some of your purchase money goes to a good resource, obviously. We get to watch fights, but we don't know what we're going to get with this. So, that's a to be seen, I guess. That is happening April 1st, 2020, apparently. And finally, the final bell. I recently sent out a tweet with a picture of Jorge Masvidal feeding the homeless. In the tweet, I said Habib Nurmagomedov makes the homeless do push-ups while Masvidal feeds them. Then said Masvidal beats Habib with the beats Habib. sign I got a ton of backlash for this tweet from Habib lovers it was a fucking joke enter so joker why so serious gif it's crazy how the sense of humor disappears when someone says something remotely in a joking way about y'all favorite fighters I used to think that Conor McGregor stands were the worst in MMA now I'm starting to think the Habib fans are. It, it's crazy. They bring in religion and politics, whereas Connor fans just talk shit. For me, MMA is a getaway from the normal every, everyday grind. I don't want religion or politics to be talked about. Y'all have your opinions and I have mine, but please don't throw your bullshit at someone every time something is said about your favorite fighter. I'm here for a conversation. I'll talk all day about MMA. But once the conversation goes off and turns into an agenda, I'm out. The MMA community is a small one. The sport we love isn't in every isn't in every household and it's not a must watch for a lot of people like football, baseball or basketball or in Canada hockey, or in the UK soccer, football. Stay true to the sport and I'm here for it. Turn around and bring in an agenda and I'm 100% out. I have immense respect for all fighters. They're doing something a lot of us can only dream of. But a joke is a joke and sarcasm is sarcasm. Learn how to tell the difference between jokes, sarcasm, and real talk. I don't know, maybe your experience will be better. And maybe you'll make some friends along the way. But don't bring your agenda and shit talking about religion and politics along with MMA talk. Don't, please don't continue to push your views onto other people who don't want to hear them. We want to talk MMA. We don't want to talk about religion and politics. 
With that, I'm out. I want to thank each and every one of you who listened to this podcast. I know there are a lot of options out there, and some are great. I'm just an MMA fanboy like the rest of you, and I'm here to talk about the sport I love so much. Until next time, enjoy the fights. Peace. Thank you.